Powered by Riverside. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Half Functional with Fibro Cares podcast. I definitely didn't almost say our name wrong. Um, I'm Bella. I'm one of the Fibro Youth Coordinators for the FCSA. Um, and this is my co-host, Katie. She is another FCSA Youth Coordinator, Advocate, Coordinator, whatever our title is. I'm a professional. Um, and today, we kind of have a really exciting episode because we're going to be talking about going back to school and fibro and how to manage that. This, since this is a fibro youth podcast specifically, we're going to talk about our experiences going back to school, what we've learned, how we've coped, general studies that prove that you're not crazy if back to school season makes you flare like crazy. It's stressful for everyone, let alone people who have fibro or chronic illnesses um, or disabilities. So you should get, you know, your coffee mugs ready that say coffee, mascara, Jesus. This is my mother's. I'm still at home. This is my going to be my last podcast at home probably for a while. Um, so you won't see the teal room anymore. But... And we're, we've decided to do segments. So this first segment is going to be called inflammation is information and it's going to kind of be the same throughout that's going to be the first segment the same name every episode and it's just going to be little tidbits of information that you learn about us to so that you can get to know um, your hosts better so since this theme is back to school we're going to start off by talking about what your go-to back to school outfit is or what you wear a lot during school i'm going to let katie go first because i talk too much So I tend to wear sneakers, leggings, and then my shirts really depend on the weather because when I'm here in New York, it gets, it can be like in the thirties. So some certain times I'll be like, you know, very layered up with all like these thermals and stuff. Sometimes I'll just wearing tank tops and whatnot. And half the time, like I'll go like the gym after. So like, I'll just be wearing what I'd wear to the gym and just... Go there right after. Right, right. No, that makes sense. Um, For me, and here's the thing that people need to understand about me, is that I'm chaotic. And that's it. That's the end of the sentence. Is that, like, I'm not grounded by any means, by any flipping capacity. I am, I'm kind of, as my literature teacher said to me right before I graduated, he goes, you're kind of the quintessential artist type. And I said, I don't know what that means, Mr. Jewett. Like, what do you mean, Dan? But um, that's what I got told. And I just, so for me, it depends. Like, I love this dress. It's got little ladybugs on it. Like, it's one of my favorites. I wear it to work. I wear it to school. I'm a performance major too. And I go to a very artsy school. So everyone's always so well-dressed. So I'm trying to keep up. But at the same time, I have days where I barely make it to class. Sometimes I've already missed one. And those are the days where I'm wearing like 
you guys remember like the gauchos? <laughs> like, You're aging yourself. I know. Like sometimes a girl a girl in a gaucho is all you need, okay? And that is what I've always said. So kind of depends on my mood. But I like this. That's why I wore this. This is one of my favorites. I thrifted it. I thrift most of my clothes because again, I am a white American. Um so yeah. It's kind of where we are with that. All right. And now that now that you know so much more about us and we've made you feel very comfortable <laughs> at home in our in our safe space and you don't feel threatened. I just keep escalating my voice. <laughs> Can't wait till the hundredth episode. I know. I know. I'm like I'm like, you little <laughs> I'm like she's yelling at them. Oh. Okay, so now that we've done that, Katie is gonna kind of talk about go into our first segment, which is called Ch- the challenges of school and fibro, and she's gonna kind of outline the basics of that. So I'm gonna let her take our face away. So, going to school um, is definitely a big challenge when we have fibro, chronic fatigue, or any other chronic illness. The mental, physical demands of education can make it very impossible at times. Um, Personally, I've had lots of situations where (laughs) I've had to get things figured out and fixed because of what not. Uh, <laughs> um, but there's also been some studies done that medical students are especially vulnerable due to all the stress and that lifestyle that you have to have being a medical student. And especially if you have any other like uh, conditions, it could be any musculoskeletal, depression, anxiety, anything. Right. No. Yeah. It's school is school is fun. Like, don't get me wrong. I've loved college, hated high school, love college, but I definitely agree. There are definitely, and I'm sure, unfortunately, a lot of people listening to this would agree that they, there are a lot of times where it's very frustrating, whether it be because of a professor or somebody outside of that, or just moving in or you're just frustrated at your body as a whole, like there's not one particular person um, at fault. So I definitely completely understand that. Um, So now we're gonna kind of shift into talking about the physical and mental challenges that come with fibro, because at the core, those are pretty much the two basic foundations. I'm really trying not to say um, and it's like not working for me today. Because um, my dad listens and he speaks for a living. He's like, don't say um or like. He keeps giving me tips every time he comes back with a list of notes. And I'm like, hey, so who asked for that, Santi? Not me. I know it wasn't me. And the t- tips are never for Katie, by the way. They're exclusively for me. <laughs> Which I understand because I'm his daughter. But also, Santi, take a chill pill, dude. Take a Zanny, Please. Anyways, Katie's going to talk about the physical aspects of, or the physical challenges, rather, of going to school while having fibro or any kind of chronic illness, and then I'll talk about 
more of the mental aspects of everything. Um, I swear to God, if my father comes in my room right now, I hear him. I, I hear him crawling around. Anyways, because <laughs> he knows it's recording. Yes, yes. Um, he's got impeccable timing. <laughs> Go on, Katie. <laughs> so the physical. <laughs> Basically, just the ability to do anything and everything. <laughs> you know, just walking around. Um, Flare-ups being super easy from all the walking. I know, like, my campus is, like, miles long where I had to get, like, a handicap pass just to be able to get to class because of flare-ups. Um, just events and, you know, just life is always, it's not, it's not so simple. You're always on the go doing things. I like to say I live out of my car, <laughs> you know, but it's just the life of a college student. Yeah, for sure. Life out of my car. You're one of you're one of those TikTokers who's like a nomad, and they're like, "This is how to live out of your out of your van with your three dogs and and your really tiny home." <laughs> That's what I immediately thought of, and I think it's because my mom wants a tiny house now, and we can't do that. We're Cuban, and they're hoarders. Um. Anyway, so the more mental aspect or the mental challenges of going to school while having fibro is obviously the big generalization is coping with those feelings that come with not being able to do everything. I really have to burp. I passed. We're good. We're good team. We're good. We're good. We're good. I figured out how to use the soundboard and I'm going to make it your worst nightmare. We have a soundboard now, guys. I'm going to start adding sound bites of myself in there. Um, anyways, so, of course, anxiety and depression can result from feeling like, oh, I wasn't able to do this and I wasn't able to do that. Um, and just kind of pointing out those flaw flaws about yourself that you think are flaws. Um, especially when, and the anxiety and depression, I feel like, is, is especially relevant when it's the result of FOMO, the fear of missing out. Even... And a lot of people are like, oh, FOMO is like hanging out with your friends. And yes, that's true. And for me, it's even just like, oh, damn, like I missed my class. And now like I'm behind and I have to go ask the professor again to help me. And this is so embarrassing. And honestly, like, it's just, it just kind of feels like shameful, which it shouldn't because it's not anything. It's not that I'm not, I know it's not that I'm not trying, but there is a feeling of shame that surrounds, especially when you're a young person, because when you're a young person, everyone expects you to be able to do everything and then some, which is ridiculous, even if you're able-bodied, but to expect that of someone who's chronically ill is like 10 times more absurd. And that's definitely something I've felt. So if you feel like that, you're not alone. Of course, like, there, you shouldn't feel like that, but also that feeling's valid. It's completely valid to feel like, hey, like, I feel shame surrounding this. Especially because, and like, I'm a woman, so I'm also talking from a woman's perspective. There's a lot of pressure to be, like, perfect. And I've kind of worked really hard to break out of that mold but um 
I don't know, Katie, what your experience is, but it's definitely tough when you're young and you have fibro and you fit into all these other different kinds of identities to keep up with everything. Oh, yeah. I think it was really hard for me, like, years ago. Um, And over the years, I've kind of have just, like, got, like, a who cares attitude. Like, this is what I can do. This is the best I can give you. Take it or leave it. But, like, for a long time, I was very much, you know, I, I would be upset all the time. And also... I feel like over the years, I've learned more things that help my body. So I'm able to do more than I was able to do, say, like 10 years ago. So like now, like, you know, I've learned how to like, for example, my joints used to dislocate like on an hourly and I would just fall like 10 times a day. And but I learned how to then like do things to then, you know, make that stronger. So then I was able to for a while, like I couldn't even walk like a block for a long time. So, like, I would, you know, like, just walking, like, little things and whatnot. I've learned to, like, help my body. That only just is just, like, a lot of trial and error, you know. So, like, I've just, I think I've changed that mindset now. But, like, definitely for a very long time, I would, like, sit by myself and be, like, sad and upset. It was, like, especially, like, going out with people. It's, like, you want to, but you know you know, say you have two events right back to back, you know what, after you go with the first one, how you're going to feel about the second one. So if you want to do both, you're going to, you're going to kill yourself for it or pick and choose, pick what one means more to you. Or do you want to like, you know, sometimes I do pick to suffer, you know, they're both so great. Like I'm just going to suffer. Like, (laughs) but you know, you're going to suffer and you know what your consequence is. Um, I'm gonna put that as our first soundbite. Sometimes you choose to suffer. Like I'm going to a convention in a week and a half, and it's four days of like nonstop physical activity, and I know I'm going to die, and I know I I have the doctor actually tomorrow to get like extra meds while I'm there, so that I can push my body. Right, so that you can participate in the yeah, and then the next week oh. I'll lay in bed all week and do nothing, and right. then I'll be then I'll be fine again. <laughs> right to recover from the furry convention. Yeah, I just it's just like it sucks when you're in that recovery stage because you're like I did this to myself, I knew yeah. better, but yeah. you wanted that experience like the rest of the world. Right, no, for sure. And it's definitely that whole element of being younger. I feel like it adds even more to that because a lot of people only need maybe like a day of recovery and then they're fine. Yeah. Or hours sometimes. Right. They're like, oh, I just needed a nap. And I'm like, go, yeah. go to hell, Jane Doe. Okay. <laughs> go. Even like all friends be like, you know, can you like go out with, you know, go out with me on a Wednesday night? And I'm like, and I'm like, I have an early class the next day. I'm like, no, I really can't. I'm like, they're like, why you can't just like not get like your full sleep. I'm like, but if I don't get my full sleep this day, then for like three days, I'm going to be lagging. <laughs> and I'm like, no offense, but you're not worth it. <laughs> no, that's another soundbite. No offense, but you're not. I, yeah, that's something I struggle with, especially in context of romantic relationships. Because, like, for me, I was dating this guy, and if you're watching this, you know who you are. 
Um, <laughs> just to let you know, if you didn't get the vibe from me during our last conversation, um, when you returned my necklace two months after we broke up, anyways. So, um, I really wanted to tell him to give it to his next girlfriend, but I thought that was a bit much. Anyways, he just, like, he was immature. He was, and I, I am only 20. So, for me, dating a 19, 20-year-old man is the equivalent of dating, like, a 12-year-old boy. Not in a pedophile way. Don't make it like that. Don't make it like that, okay? It's not like that. That's not what I said. Um, it just, in terms of their maturity level, like, it, it's just no saki. It's not there. Um, and so he didn't understand that, like, as he would just, like, was very kind of hot and cold. And I kept trying to tell him, I was like, hey, if you have a problem, that's fine. Just tell me and talk about it. Because when you do this thing, I, I recover emotionally. But then the moment I'm done recovering emotionally, then I have to recover physically. Because the yeah. moment you're done recovering emotionally and, you, like, your mental health is starting to get back up, you're like, damn, actually, my body feels a little crusty and busty. Actually, my joints really hurt and I'm exhausted. Like, you have exhausted me. And it's, like, a true, it's not just, like, a, oh, like, I'm tired, like, college kid exhaustion. It's, like, no, like, I'm not going to be able to leave my bed for three days because my body has taken such a hit from you telling me that I'm not allowed to ask you for reassurance, which is a real thing he did. Um, so, really did say that. It was very odd, and I don't appreciate it. But... That, that's also hard for me to learn, especially going back to school and in college, because college is so much about balancing relationships and, you know, internships and jobs and classes and how do you pick and choose. And it really is at the end of the day, what's worth it to you. And there's not like a right or wrong answer. It is up to you, but you do have to prioritize for sure. Um, again, I really have to burp. Anyways. Okay. Did it. I tried to. <laughs> I tried to make it quiet. Um, and that kind of leads right into my next point that I wrote down, which is not getting stuck in that cycle of where, like, you're overworking and you're doing this and that and the other, and you're going to this event, this convention, you have an early class, which leads you to stress. And overworking and stress is the perfect combination for the storm of a debilitating flare-up, which leads <laughs> to that feeling of when you're in recovery, it can be very isolating. It's, it can be very lonely, which of course leads to that depression and that anxiety, which then causes more stress. Then you're flaring, then you're missing more classes. You're just getting sucked into a rabbit hole. And so we're hoping that the tips we're going to tell you about a little later on will kind of help avoid that rabbit hole. That's our goal. Um, and the last point is obviously this also is all just about stress pretty much. And everyone's like, manage your stress. And like, I hate saying that because A, cringe. But it's also like, okay, but how to oh, knock my phone over. Ignore that. <laughs> I got too passionate. But it's also like, how do you do that, bestie? Like, okay, so thanks for that, Karen, on Water Talk. Y'all heard of that? You, you Have you heard of Water Talk? Hold on. Let me sidetrack this for a minute. Have you heard of, have you heard of Water Talk? No. It's these stupid, this is, please don't be offended if this is you. It's these stupid white women who are moms and they're just upset that like 
they they're almond moms and they don't let their kids eat like anything Mm -hmm. and so they're like i need water i need hydration and that's true but then what they do is you know those stupid little like crystal light packets yeah and like you know those pumps of like flavor that you use in coffee in capacito What they do is they take it and they put it on this stupid little Mary Jane spinner. They have this organizer full of packets and of pumps. And they put it in their water. Like syrup. They put sugar in their water. And and they'll be like, "Mm, I'm going to have pina colada today. It's 9.30 in the morning. This is my second one of the day. And I'm talking so fast because I've had 2,500 milligrams of sugar. What do you mean? And they're like, I'm so hydrated. Yeah, until your piss comes out the color green because you decided to have a green Snapple flavored water at 8 a.m. When when the crows cacod or whatever the saying is. Like, it's insane. So maybe just drink, hey, like, just drink water. Don't add sugar to it. That's actually dehydrating yourself. Don't do that. Anyways, that's my TED Talk of the day. God, it makes me so mad. Um, see, I'm stressing myself out. I'm not going to feel good. I swear, I thought you are originally, when you used that term, I thought you were talking about, like, a website or something. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> it's it's water, watertalk.gov. I'm like, I'm like, like, no, I must be behind. No, it's like a very specific side of TikTok that I'm not on. I'd like to make this so clear. Uh, Please. (laughs) Please. Come on. Come on now. I I was like a bunch of mainstream YouTubers, which is where I get a lot of my content because I'm chronically online now. Now that I am a grown woman and it can be. Um... (laughs) is like that they're like reviewing these waters and they're like oh it tastes pretty good and it's like yeah it does it does taste good ret and like from good mythical morning and you want to know why because it's sugar it's powdered sugar and syrup sugar it's sugar i just don't understand people they're like this i think what bothers me is they're like this is healthy what do you mean what do you mean it's healthy Oh, it's got zero sugar. Okay, great. So it's got stevia instead. It's got aspartame, which will kill my body. Which I literally, I can't even have any of that stuff, too. I can't either. I can't (laughs) either. No, aspartame kills my body. It makes the inflammation so much worse. Like, at that point, I would rather just have regular soda. It gives me, like, debilitating migraines. Like, daily debilitating migraines. And that's because aspartame is a cult. And I feel like that. I've always said that, truly. Because my parents love, like, Diet Coke and Coke Zero. They're like, Yeah, my family, too. And I grew up on it. And then I was, like, I think I was, like, in middle school. And I, when I, like, put a stand, I was like, I will not put this stuff in my body. And that's when I started to feel, I started to feel better. But, right. Like, I was, I was like, oh, something is going on here. And it was all because at a school dance, they did not let us give us diet soda. They gave us regular soda. And I... And it was all because of that. I was like, I feel better. Like, I used to, like, feel, like, get these migraines after drinking, not knowing that they, that that was my headache from. Right. And I remember I actually had a headache and I was lightheaded. And I was like, and because I had real sugar, I felt better and not worse. And I was like, what is this? Yeah. No, it really. <laughs> 
really is crazy. So many people are like, well, Diet Coke's better for you. And I'm like, okay, yeah, but what is this no. empty stevia sugar? What is this aspartame? What is it? Truly, it's a chemical. Like, what do you Yeah. Think? Like, at that point, I just would rather drink the cane sugar Coke. Like. And you taste it. Like, you're like, I'm like when you taste the difference between real and fake. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't, I feel like I'm extra sensitive, though, towards everything. Because I can tell if certain things are in things that, and other people are like, you're crazy, it's not in it. And then I flip it over, I'm like, see? And it's like the last ingredient on the box. And I'm like, I tasted it. They'd be like, well, that's crazy. No, for sure. I'm the same way. To get back on track, um, stress is definitely by far one of, the hardest things to manage and it's also of course one of the biggest triggers of fibro for sure for me food and stress are the two biggest triggers i've noticed um and there was a study done by the mediterranean journal of rheumatology showing that fibromyalgia was more prevalent um in in students in general especially um if they were female and if they already had histories of um pre-existing conditions um simply because of how high stress it can be and how unhealthy the university lifestyle can be. Um, so the prevalence of FM among the respondents that they got for this study, or I think it was rather a survey that was turned into a study, was 13.6%, which considering they only had an 8.45 response rate is pretty high. Um, and there was a, essentially a symptom score for like the general target population. Um, and that score, the average was a 4.5, which is pretty high because I think it was on a scale of one to five, if I'm not crazy. I'm not sure about that though, don't quote me. It was a lot higher than they were anticipating. Um, and they noticed that patients um, who were with FM who were university students were significantly in distress and highly symptomatic. So overall, it did show that there is definitely some kind of correlation between FM and stress and back to school. So that's that's really fun for, for us in the community, but that's okay because we have tips to help you. Um, <laughs> so... Now that we've done that, we're going to talk about our experiences and the tips that we have for you. We're going to kind of maybe go over our top five, and if we evolve into another conversation, that's where we'll go. Um, <laughs> because that happens often, because I can't shut up. So Katie is going to kind of talk to you guys first about the things she's learned, the tips she has, all that good stuff. Katie? Uh, so my favorite one would probably be but like it might not be possible for everyone depending on like if you have other things going on physically and your doctor <laughs> but getting a handicap pass <laughs> it was a struggle to get but getting once I had that pass things got a lot easier because I was able to park right in front of the building that I had to go at and I will change my car I will make sure I have at least I if I have if it's to the other side of campus I make sure I have a big enough break where I can change my car to the handicapped spot at the other building. 
So I always have the, able to have the closest possible spot and the least amount of walking that there can be. <laughs> but also, it just I know it can be really hard to get for a lot of people, especially once they find out your age. So like, that was my biggest hurdle was my age. So because honestly, if I went to anyone, if I was older with the same exact problems, any doctor would hand it out to me like candy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's just it's it's just the truth. So if you can get it, that will be a huge help. Um, another one, just like being on top of your meds. Like a lot of times I'll forget. So like you'll forget to take them like in between. Like I'll remember my morning dose. I'll remember my night dose. But like your midday dose, <laughs> you know, <laughs> remember to take that midday dose. Right. It's hard, especially if you're doing stuff and walking, too. Yeah, yeah like, there'll be plenty of time, I'm like, and I'll just forget, and they'll be like, why am I in extra pain? And they'll be like, oh, wait, I didn't take my pills. You know, like, it's, it's very simple. I actually don't think I took my pills this morning, and I think that's why I'm like this, so continue. <laughs> you're like, oh, wait, that, that, that's a... Yeah. Take I'm your meds. Literally. I'm good about it on the weekdays and then something happens on the weekend where I'm like, F all this. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, that's actually not how this works, ma'am. <laughs> um, also, like, topicals. Like, I always have a topical in my bag with me. So, like, because you never know. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just, you, you don't know. Um, I always have breaks scheduled out. <laughs> so what you don't do. I have it just on my regular. <laughs> like what you don't do. What you don't do. What you don't know is that I. <laughs> uh, this is becoming a very entertaining episode. <laughs> For sure. Getting scolded by my mom, not clickbait. That's what's <laughs> Getting <laughs> but, but I'll have everything put on my phone. I'm um, just like the regular phone calendar. Have everything to the T scheduled out. Even I, I'll have out when like I'll be doing certain assignments. When I'll have my breaks scheduled. I'll have literally like it looks obsessive and it looks like something's probably wrong with me. Uh, <laughs> but it. It's just, it's the, it's what I need. It calms the anxiety because you know, for example, like, no, say you have like five assignments too, but you have in your phone, this is when you're going to do them. You have a plan already in your head. And if you have anxiety about it, you can randomly just open up your phone and be like, no, you're fine. And you can always revise the things you have like written down, except for obviously certain other things not. <laughs> Like, you know, like, I'll have, like, my gym written out, like, when I plan to go to the gym in it. But if I don't feel like it, I can just delete it. <laughs> like, if it's not that important, like, let's be real. If I need a little extra break, I'll change things around. You'll, you can do things. But, like, having it all planned out helps to, like, calm the anxiety and the stress and just get the things done to the best you can. <laughs> right. No, for sure. But 
no, I mean, yeah, I think those are all very helpful. And I think that also lends to the fact that the tips and tricks that help you, they don't have to be super big monumental things. Um, they can be hard to get, like the handicap pass. It was hard for me to get that too. It's I'm actually trying to get mine renewed, and it's been a pain in the booty hole. Um, is it through your regular doctor? Yeah, or it's it just, through like. It's just been hard. Like I'm about to switch rheumatologist because this one is like, she. Mm -hmm. It's not the the provider isn't. It's not that she's bad. She's actually a great doctor. She's just done all that she can for me. And she's getting mm -hmm. to the point where she has so many patients that it's hard for me to even, like, actually get through to her. Um. So, I, that's, that's a fun little time. But, yeah, I think I just have to message through the patient portal again. Fun times, fun, fun spoony things. Um, we, we all know about the world of patient portals and waiting to get a pres prescription refilled, your handicap tag renewed, yada, yada, yada. All, the, all that fun stuff. Um, but, yeah, it doesn't have to be anything monumental. It just has to be something that works for you. I think a lot of my tips kind of overlap with Katie's. But um, I did actually plan this one thing out. I planned this one thing out, and I wrote it because, you know, it's my job. <laughs> you know, it's my – and therefore, I actually wrote it out. Um, mobility aids and – using mobility aids and using my car around campus, which I know is not possible for everyone, especially if you don't have that handicap tag, it can be hard, it can be really hard. Um, but using my cane has been really helpful. For that first month of college, I was actually, fun little story time, I did not want to use the cane. I was very stubborn about not getting a cane. I was adamant that I didn't need a cane. POV now, my Instagram is called girl with a cane 0203. You should go follow. Anyways, <laughs> post a lot of my music on there. You should go follow. Anyways, um, I really just didn't, I kind of went to college and was like, I'm not going to tell anybody anything about my life, my past, what I've been through, or my fibro, which that was really stupid. And that only lasted a week because I actually couldn't. <laughs> a week. I also talk way too much for that to be possible. Have you met me? Like, I'm an open book. In what world was I thinking that that was going to work for me? I think I was just so desperate for a fresh start um, that I was willing to do anything. But, yeah, so I was, like, walking all over campus in Nashville. And for those of you that don't know, Nashville has so many hills. Belmont is literally in a valley. And I love Belmont, but it is a very hard campus to walk, even if you're completely able-bodied just because like everything is uphill and I don't know how that happens every time you walk you feel like you're going uphill never down never down only up it's only up from here um like literally it's it's insane so once I finally after a month I finally broke and I was like okay I actually need a cane got one from Walmart <laughs> <laughs> so sorry guys <laughs> I um and I realized how much it helped me and a lot of people get confused because they're like oh well like you can walk just fine without the cane and it's like yeah that's true especially if I'm only walking like from the back of the classroom to the front sometimes I don't bring my cane it especially if I'm not flaring as badly that day but I still always have it because especially when I'm walking across campus longer distances or if I'm going to have a long day, it helps me with my stability. Because lately, especially, I've had this fun little thing where I have a dizzy spell at least twice a day now. 
Don't know what that's about. Gotta go see my doctor. Anyways. <laughs> We're not taking questions at this time. Okay? <laughs> Anyways. Um, and if I didn't have the cane, I'm sure I would have fallen by now. Absolutely. Um, so there's no shame in using or needing a mobility aid, especially if you think it's something that's going to be helpful. And I've had people ask me politely, like, hey, like, I've noticed that, like, sometimes you need it and sometimes you don't. So, like, can you just inform me? And then sometimes people are not as nice about it. And either way, it's none of their business, so it's fine. Um, unless they're, like, a close friend and they just want to help, then it's different. But, like, that's kind of the gist. Um, and there's, and especially using my car around campus, that's been a big help, just driving up to a building rather than walking across campus, um, that's a big help. Again, I know that's not possible for everyone, but definitely get a handicap tag or talk to your Disability Resource Center if you can and try to work some kind of parking pass permit situation out so you can because it's an immense help. And it's also some, it's not like you're asking just because. So keep that in mind. You're asking because you need it, not just because you wanna be special or whatever. That's also important. What were you going to say? My school, you can't get an exception because the county's police department is right next to the school. Mm -hmm. And so if you park in the wrong, it's the, the county that tows you. Sick. And it's like a $500 fine. Awesome. That's really cool. But they, there's no, they can't do anything to help you because it's all, they have deals with the police department. <laughs> Good. Because, uh, so, like, I, I tried before I got the pass, I tried. I was like, let's just see, you know, what you could do. And they're like, sorry. Right. They're like, actually, nothing. Actually, screw you and nothing. They're like, no. nothing for your parking. And I'm like, well, that's all I need. Right. Nothing for the thing you asked about. But we can give you a little pen. <laughs> <laughs> but do you need anything else? I'm like, no, I don't. Uh, yeah so sometimes that's not possible but it's always worth asking yeah sure. like I feel like more like private like because yeah. my, my school's funded by the state yeah that's true I Belmont is a very much so private institution I'm also yeah because I feel like they're like they're all like them parking garages and stuff where like they would probably just be able to add something to your regular pass yeah yeah we it's pretty easy yeah that is, that is the good thing about going private. It's more expensive, but... I'll be going private in uh, the spring, so... That's true. That's true. And maybe then you'll be... Well, you'll have your handicap tag. It won't matter. Never mind. I'm well, I, it's going to be a new state. I'm going to have to find... Oh, that's true. I'm to get one down there. But... That's true. I, I think I'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to get a rheumatologist at Bandy because I, I literally am in Nashville. Bandy is like two minutes from me. And they have a whole rheumatology and fibromyalgia specialty center. And I just haven't been using it because I'm stupid. Why not? You should totally use that. So I'm going to look into that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Like, listen, and my excuse is literally going to be, it's been a busy two years because I'm stupid. No. I'm My plan is to use it this year because I actually need more help than what my provider in Georgia can help me with. Really hope I'm not giving all my locations away. I literally have said what school I go to. Anyways. <laughs> um, I just noticed I haven't. I know. You know, and maybe that's a safety thing because we have so many fans who are just going to immediately <laughs> Do you know I checked YouTube the other day and it said two views? 
And those were probably both my mom. And what about it? No, one of them is my trainer. Oh, slay. See? (laughs) To be fair, though, to be fair to us, I do think we get more views on, like, Spotify and, like, this. Yeah, she didn't have Spotify, so she's like, where else? And I was like, YouTube. And then I look, I go, two views. I go, okay. Right. No, I, yeah. No, for sure. I know that, um, all my friends ask for the Spotify link. So yeah, everyone wants Spotify. Yeah. So but I'm, you can't, I don't, I haven't been able to see how many. Oh. Either. That's what we got. At. Millie, where are you at? He's the one who has our stats, not me. Um, anywho, um, the other tip I have is like just communicating with your professors, your teachers, um, whoever's above you, your, even your employer, if you're working while in school. Um, or just working, like, having constant communication, because there's a lot of days where I'm like, hey, actually, this thing is not going to happen today, dude. And most of, because I have, like, Office of Accessibility Service at my school, I have a letter that I give to my professors at the beginning of every semester that says, hey, sometimes this thing sucks. Like, I have this thing, and it can suck, and it makes me have to miss things, sometimes turn things in late, but I always, so I give that to them like the first day and I'm like this is this is the reality of the situation um and I've gotten better about that because I I also have a habit of being over overly ambitious about the things I can do and can achieve and then the reality of what I can actually do and actually achieve but I've gotten better at being like this is what can happen and I just I'll always communicate with you but like I'm gonna need your help and I will say Belmont's been pretty good I've never had a professor who's been outright just refusing me I've had professors where it's like I've almost had to convince them and that's a little weird but that was only like oddly enough that was like my health professor (laughs) I had one where I almost had to turn them in sick let's go (laughs) I honestly though I really should have just got the paper signed that got my that excused me from the class it was a gym credit where like I had there was like three different ways that I could have been excused from the credit but I was like no Let's do it. Me. And then she was like forcing me to do things that I physically couldn't do. And I'm like, would scream at her be like, no, I can't do that. Right. And then like, she would, she would fight me saying like, I could do things I couldn't do. And like, it was, it was a whole thing. She would fight me. What happens in Fight Club stays in Fight Club. <laughs> and then she'd come and she'd like, knock the living life out of me. She'd <laughs> punch me in the gut. like that's I don't know that's where my brain immediately went when you said fight no I had a professor like that it wasn't as like aggressive but it was almost more passive aggressive which I kind of liked worse because she was like well you have three absences so I guess I only have to drop your grade by like two percent or whatever and I was like what do you mean I was like yeah I was like what are you talking about and then I said three usually the like number that you're allowed though yeah like it's like I feel like almost every class it's you're allowed three yeah no like what's what's the problem you miss the ones you're allowed right literally no for sure and like that was the other thing is she would be like you guys need to go and do this exercise at home and I'm like hey that's not gonna happen bestie you're like to be real we're lucky if I make it to this class at all yeah so um that was my father just slamming a door shut 
he's frustrated with our dogs. <laughs> so if you heard that, sorry. <laughs> I didn't hear it, so I don't think they will. Nick, I'm so glad I publicly announced it then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unless I just got some real bad ears, which could be a possibility. That, that's true. Um, another thing that I really love is, like, meal planning for myself. I'm lucky enough that, like, now that I'm an upperclassman especially, I have more of an apartment-style dorm, so we have a kitchen, um, like a full kitchen. Mm-hmm. So what I do is, like, I – because for me personally, the calf doesn't work out well, which sucks because they force m- my parents and I to pay for it, even mm-hmm. though we've appealed so many times being like, hey, every time – my mom literally wrote a letter saying, dear Belmont, every time Bella eats at the calf, she violently has to diarrhea. And it's, like, I was like, thanks, mom. But, like, it's, like, I've never felt so constipated yet so, it's, like, the perfect combination. That's so weird. Yeah. It's this perfect combination of IBS, both C and D, both letters of the alphabet. Like, it's the weirdest thing. I just find, it's just weird that that's, like, everything there. Yeah. No, and I under I guess I understand because especially since they're a private school, they don't have the protection that public schools have. So like they have to like give us some access to food. Yeah. So they're not claimed for starving us, which is fair. Um but also like I'm I would much rather meal plan for myself. That is the one thing I plan is like what I'm going to eat, especially cuz if I don't plan it, then like I just like don't eat because I have a rough relationship with food, according to my therapist. Didn't know that until she brought it up to me. Anyways, um, so having a meal plan where I'm like, okay, I can make this on this night and this on this night, but also having it be like easy meals and like mm-hmm. pre making as much stuff as possible, and also having it be real flexible in case something comes up or I actually am flaring on like this day and I need to switch like you know the quick microwave meal to the meal that I actually have to like fully cook yeah um that's helped me a lot especially because like food is one of my biggest triggers I've noticed like when I this sounds so like obvious but it is true like when you eat poorly you feel poorly Mm -hmm. especially when you have fibro so that's something that I realized this past year and I kind of really worked on that was a big part of the reason I went gluten-free like almost I guess it was two years ago now so that is something that has really helped me again that's something that not everybody will have the capability of doing but even if you go to the calf like just maybe kind of look at the options and be like okay realistically what's something I can eat here that's not going to make me feel terrible yeah like even like I feel like there's always like a salad bar or like sandwiches or like there's always like something that's like you could do right yeah no for sure um, and a lot of people at Belmont love the calf. It's not the calf as much as it is my sensitive stomach. I'm a little, yeah. I'm a little IBS girl. Also, it could be, like, sometimes, like, they might, like, put preservatives or something in the stuff. I think they... So where, like, I've had reactions from, like, pre-cut, like, fruit and stuff where, yeah. like, from, like, only from, like, from, like, one, from, like, one store and then not the other where it's, like, it has to be, like, just, like, how they preserve their stuff. Right. Because, like, even everything shouldn't make you that way. Right. No, for sure. I think they also, like, they try their best to not cross-contaminate, but it's really hard with gluten 
and not gluten. Yeah. And sometimes cross-contamination doesn't bother me, but it depends on how much something has been cross-contaminated. Because it's, I get it, it's hard when you're, like, have have so many things on so many different surfaces. At some point, something's going to happen. Like, I yeah. Um, they prep a lot of things. Yeah. So, I totally get it. It's just, like, I, I've just realized it's probably not the best option for me. If I'm in a pinch, I'll do it. And I'll beef, like, okay. Yeah. But, like, definitely but you not- have to pay- you yeah. have to pay for it, which is, like... Right, that's what sucks, yeah. That's something we're, we're trying to do. You can't, you know, it's not, like, it's, like, it's not that, like, all right, I don't really like it, but, like... Right. You know, like, it's, you literally can't. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been a fun little experience, a fun little journey um, that we're trying to appeal. Fun college things. Um, <laughs> another thing that I found helpful is Katie kind of talked, you kind of talked about, like, topicals, and that's something I use a lot. I use a lot of CBD. I yeah. use those little rollers, um, and I, I'll put them, like, on my forehead or on my temples and, like, that and kind of rub it in and that kind of helps and I do have like a CBD like relief it's like almost like a tiger bomb except it's just with CBD um and that helps me a lot like especially on days where I know I'm gonna be constantly going to just have that on hand even if I don't use it knowing I have it is very really helpful for me um oh yeah of course it doesn't solve everything but it helps and having, like, heating pads and electric blankets. And electric blanket slays, dude. Let me tell you something. I love those things. I didn't think I needed one until my roommate last year had one. And it was the best on days where I was flaring. Loved it. Um, Do you have the one where you can plug it into your car? No, I don't. But I need that. I didn't know that was a thing. You're going to have to explain. So, a few years ago, it was actually Oldie was selling them. Like, around Christmas time. <laughs> I know, <laughs> out of all places. That's how I found out about them. But, you know, Amazon has everything. Right. Right. Bezos um, has a bunch of minions now. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, they have one that's literally just like the car plug. Oh, okay. I guess that makes and then sense. You, yeah. And then it's the heated blanket. That's really cool, actually. Yeah, I'll have to look into that, because... I I got I got a new car and I love it, but it doesn't have seat heaters and it's weird because it's oh. it's a newer model than my other car. My other car had them. Um, what year is it? It's like a twenty twenty one. I have a fifteen and mine has it, and I have like a mid level. It's not the highest, it's not the lowest. It's like mid level. I know it's weird. I feel like my because it's my dad's old car. My dad got an upgrade because he got a friends and family discount we own volkswagens and my other car was like a 2012 and she was like all the lights were constantly coming on like no matter what we did and i was like hey so i don't know how safe i feel going from atlanta to nashville and back all this time yeah i i think i have maybe two years left on my car yeah but it has you know over a hundred thousand on it you know it's right it's getting there yeah. Yeah, especially now with going back and forth far to New York. Right, that's a long drive too. Well, I'm taking, I'm going to Virginia and then taking the tra- the train, so it'll only be driving to Virginia. But like, when I come back for graduation, I'll probably drive. Right. So that's like over two thousand miles just. Right. <laughs> and I'm like that's. Yeah, that's a lot for a car, for sure. Um, especially an old car. Yeah. I can't believe I'm calling it old. <laughs> No, my, 
no, I love, I love my car. My dad was like, well, I'm going to get, my dad got a brand new 2023. It had 16 miles on it when he bought it. It was ridiculous. And he got the friends and family discount because we're not rich. Please don't misconstrue this. My dad just like knows a lot of people because of his job, but he's an, in the nonprofit. We do not have money. <laughs> um, he just like knows. Just how, like at the deals. Yeah. He just knows how to work his connections. Truly. That is really what my father is good at. Like. And it, that's hey, all you need exactly so i got his new car but yeah i'll definitely have to look into that because it the that's another tip the car heaters the, the, the heat yeah those help me a lot especially if i'm oh yeah i have mine on year round constantly same and that's what like it prevents like a lot of back spasms for me just by having it on whenever well, i drive same. where like i notice i had like a decline in like the amount that i would have same no for sure absolutely I even have like something that could probably work in the car it's like a little my my um, mom's mom got it my grandma got it for me it's like mm-hmm. um, it's like a little seat thing you can fold it and then you fold it up oh, okay yeah it's like a heater and a massager yeah I know you're like about. and I actually really like it granted my best friend tried it and she hated it she said it tickles and it doesn't feel like a massage. And I was like, listen, I just need enough for my back to not freak out. Sometimes you just need something repetitively kind of not hitting it aggressively because that's too much. But just kind of like being there so that the back can regulate itself. It's almost like a very small tens unit. Yeah. And it works for me. So that's what I have. And of course, my favorite thing is Squishmallows because they're very soft. They're great pillows. I love Squishmallows. I have so many because I'm neurodivergent. Don't judge me. Um, But like having little like kind of tools and gadgets like that, like kind of saying like use technology, like all of that stuff can really help. Um, And it doesn't have to be super expensive, um, but it definitely does help, especially on days where it's like you're not feeling it, but you know you you want to keep going or you have to keep going those can help just enough to take the edge off to get you through the day um so those are things that um we really like and then of course the last thing is like arranging hangouts or friends nights that work for you like it doesn't always have to be going out like some of my best memories with my friends are like i mean of course going out is fun but like some of my favorite memories with them are us like staying in someone's dorm and doing like jackbox games and just kind of like goofing off like, it doesn't have to be, like, a big extravagant, like, we're going to go to the club, and then we're going to go to this and do this and that, and, you know, like, whatever, and we're going to go to so-and-so's place. Like, that's fun, but, of course, that's not realistic, like, for someone with fibro to be doing every time you hang out with your friends. Um, and I've been lucky. I have really good friends who are, like, understanding of that, so we kind of try to create a good balance. Um and that's kind of what works best for me. So, and it still helps me feel not nearly as isolated or alone. It helps me still feel connected to my friends and like I am still just like a college kid without needing to overexert myself. Yeah. So, those are kind of those are kind of my um hot tips. Um which is perfect cuz we're kind of coming up on the end of our episode here. Um Katie, do you have any last words of wisdom for these beautiful people going into their school year? (laughs) Any words of wisdom? Um, I don't know, like, wash your face. 
<laughs> do you know I had to teach a girl how to wash her face? What do you mean you had to teach? So what is Okay. <laughs> so I don't know this is So they so I went on this trip with the social work department and only four of us out of school they brought us to Connecticut for this conference. And I was roomed with this girl and you know she was you know like 18. And her eye was kept itching her or whatnot. And then I handed her my makeup remover and she didn't know how to use it. She, I had to like teach her how to like cleanse. She, she was like, I was like, what are you using to wash your face? And she had a bar of soap. I said, no, no, no. Here's my cleanser. <laughs> like. <laughs> she she had a bar of Irish spring. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, 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 no. We're, I'm going to like teach you how to like you know, properly wash, take your makeup off, wash your face and whatnot. And like, but, and then like, even I was like, no, no, you take more. But like, I don't want to, you know, you, this stuff is expensive. I'm like, it's the travel, it's the little, little travel size. Also, you can get a basic Neutrogena cleanser for, I kid you not, maybe $6. Like, I'm just like, my, no, no, no. Like, it's fine. And, and no, I had it. So she was just taking the bar straight to her face? To she, get... like, yeah, she had, like, a bar of soap. And she, like, went to, like, put the bar of soap on her face. Okay. See, that's some straight white man stuff right there. Is there, like, <laughs> like, what do you mean I gotta wash my face? What do you mean I have to floss and brush? Huh? <laughs> what do you mean I have to separate my whites and my reds? Like, think about it, dude. Like, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, well, we hope everyone enjoyed this episode, this very entertaining, thrilling, fun episode. Um, again, my name is Bella. My full name is Isabella Marquez. Um, my email is imarquez at fibro.org. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let Katie give you guys her information now, and then we'll sign off until next month. My name is Katie, and my email is kpanicia at fibro.org. All right. Um, we hope you guys have a great month. Um, please continue to listen to this on any of your streaming platforms, YouTube, Spotify, whatever other guys. I think that's all it's on. It's well, it's on a lot. I checked. Millie puts it on every kind of streaming platform. Then why is it only written as those two? Because those are the only two I remember when I write them. <laughs> it has nothing. It's because I'm like, stupid. like what other what what like I don't know what other platforms there are to be quite. I honest. guess like Apple. But I had other people ask me, and they're like, and I was like. I don't, I, they're like, oh, YouTube's kind of weird. I'm like, I don't know. Like, what else is there even to stream? It's pretty much. What about Apple? It's on Apple. I it's listen, on Apple? I listen to it on Apple, yeah. <laughs> don't you love me? And be like, oh, it's on Apple? Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, <laughs> well, you can get it anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, in the meantime, we will see you later. We hope you guys have a great back to school season. Um, and we'll see you guys whatever month is next. What is it? August, September. September. We'll have something then. Okay. See ya. <laughs>